I'm Monica Kelly, and my guest today is Pastor Michael Sauerwein and Stephanie Murdoch, Program Director, both from the Little Free Food Truck. It's good to have you both. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. So we'll start with you, Pastor Mike. What is the Little Free Food Truck? Uh, we did not go super creative on the name here. It really is what it says it is. It is a, uh, a free food truck for our neighborhood, for our community. Um we're sort of in the middle stages of it coming to its full evolution. But when it's all said and done, we hope to be able to hit just different neighborhoods in our community and go uh, to those places and just serve food and build community, get to know the neighbors and get to know the residents that live in those places and make a lot of connections. Stephanie, what was the idea behind starting this ministry? So our church, House of Prayer Lutheran Church, has been providing meals to folks in our community, Aliquippa, uh, for about 13 years now. And prior to the pandemic, we had identified that we were not reaching those who were most in need. The way our city is kind of set up, it's it can be challenging uh, to get to the different neighborhoods in our community. And so we, you know, just said, are we, you know, how do we get to these people who cannot get to us? So that we have tossed around this idea for four or five years now. And uh, in 2021-ish got pretty serious about how how we would do this, what this would look like. Uh, and then at the end of last year, we actually purchased the food truck. And so you've equipped it and you've gotten it all ready and now you're out hitting all different kinds of neighborhoods. We have. We looked for different types of food trucks. Uh, we actually, our food truck is actually a trailer that we pull behind a truck. Um, but it is fully stocked so that we are able to keep food at temperature uh, and we are able to serve our neighbors safely. Pastor Mike, what has been your heart behind serving the community free food? Yesterday was actually my ordination anniversary. So I've been at the church and the community I've been at now for 15 years. And I was reflecting back. I did not like show up here in the town that I'm in now in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, just west of Pittsburgh, maybe half hour. Um, I did not like show up here with the expectation that we would like have our own nonprofit and be running a little free food truck. Um, uh, it's been quite the journey of being here in this community of wrestling with preaching and the scriptures over these last 15 years and listening to the people I think that have been part of the church that I serve and the larger community. Um, and it's just, it just has been really clear that the church that I serve, our little Lutheran church has a real big heart to, to get to know its neighbors better and to care for the community. Um, there's already a number of things in place when I got here, and we did some visioning work. And it was really clear that that was what they wanted to sort of sell out for. And so we have over these years, and we've uh, just expanded the things they were doing, giving out clothing. But really, we've focused on food with that, that weekly food dinner that we serve. Um, we have um, a free pantry on our, on our, in our courtyard and refrigerator out there that we put tons of food, literally tons of food in on a monthly basis. And then this food truck to actually go to folks that don't have access to travel and get around. So like, it's just been the, the work of the Holy spirit. Um, I think it was already at, at work in the church that I, it was just, it was obvious for me. And so we just pushed down the pedal on that and um, have jumped into our community, finding as many ways as we could to, to build relationship with food. I think that's awesome because a lot of people will never step foot inside of a church building and, and there's so many people that are hungry and it's a silent thing because people don't go outside and say, hey, I'm hungry, but they don't know where to go to get food. And so what has been the response of people as you've served the community? 
Well, you're right. Uh, there's a lot of complicated factors about that, about um, people not having access to food or, I mean, we could talk for quite a while about like guilt and shame that's associated with not being able to like provide for your family. And so a lot of our food things have been really, I mean, we don't ask for any sort of paperwork or there's no financial statements that we're looking for. We just want to support people and give and give access for people to get food. And so sometimes we get to know the folks that we give food to really well. Other times uh, there, there isn't that, which I think is, could be really, um, it can be a huge big deal for folks to not have to like face folks when they're already feeling down and out anyway. Um, and a big issue in our community, like as Steph said, was we're not real um, moving around the community is difficult. Topography is tricky. And a lot of folks just don't have access to transportation. Buses don't really go around in a way that's helpful for everybody. And not a lot of folks have like cars and stuff. And so like the, fact now with the food truck that we can go to folks is a huge deal i think that's interesting so and it, it is a huge deal i don't know much about the topography where you live are there a lot of hills yeah it's pretty hilly we uh uh the western pennsylvania area is very hilly and as you get like especially down the ohio river valley um yeah it, it's super hilly it's not walkable especially i mean it's if you're older or have any sort of health issues, you're definitely not walking for like from one part of Alquipa, the town that we're in, to even another part that's only maybe a quarter mile away. You could have to walk up a couple hundred foot hill. Like it's it's tough. <laughs> Rugged people live here. Okay, I was gonna say you need to hike to get from one place to another. Stephanie, for you, what is it? What has been the most fulfilling part of being the program director of the Little Free Food Truck? Our goal has always been to connect with people and partner with people. And so that has been the most exciting part of this for me. Um, We're just one very small piece of the puzzle here. And working with other agencies, other churches, other families to help provide these meals and just the fellowship, trying to build community. Uh, So it's not just a meal. It's also a friendly face and a conversation. Um, and building that community. So the food is the way that we do that, but it's the ministry work that we're able to do through that food. Do you consistently go to the same neighborhood every week or how does that work? We do not. So um, we we are kind of in the first stages of this. We've had uh, our truck for about half a year now, but um, we've done, um, we're starting to ramp up um, and we will be in all of the different communities around Aliquippo. There's a lot of different um, places that we'll be able to be. So we will not be going to the same exact places, um, but we'll be visiting lots of spots, uh, those that are most in need. Pastor Mike, where do you get the food? Is it donated? Ideally, yes. Uh, since all the food that we give out is free, um, really trying to find a way to make this sustainable for a long time. Um, was important to try to find a way to keep costs down. So ideally, all the food is free. We have spent years making partnerships with some of the local grocery stores and some restaurants and farmers and um, some of the food pantries in the area. And they give us a lot of food. Um, and we try to start all of our events out with the food that we've been given and adapting whatever the menu might be to that stuff. And then spending uh, sort of as, a, as the last case scenario like when we if we're trying to do hamburgers we just couldn't get like buns anywhere that we buy the buns but maybe the hamburger meat was donated but we try to do it all with that which was donated um, but sometimes we do have to buy things too okay so curious do you try to share the gospel or you just kind of be the gospel when you're out yes and yes um certainly i think uh 
we are being the gospel. Um, one, a great quote I heard a couple years ago at a youth gathering, um, Shane Claiborne was speaking and his, he made this big argument that the early church, you know, the, the, the church of the book of Acts, um, people were drawn to that church because of the weirdness of the Christians that they just, you know, it, it talks in Acts extensively about the way that they held things in common. They prayed for each other. If any had need, they would get out and, and care for them in that need. Um, and so his argument was like, because they were so weird and because they acted so much differently than everyone else in culture, people were drawn to them. I mean, so I think that is a big part of what we are trying to do here is that we just, it is not normal to like create a whole nonprofit just about giving away free food. Like the finances shouldn't work real well and real smoothly that way. Um, and so when you show up in communities and they're like, we sell this free food or why are you giving out free food? It just by default gives us a chance to share a little bit about like our church um, about what we're up to. Um, really, it's just a, a chance to, to tell people that they're valued and that we, that we love them and we love them because God loves us and God loves them too. Um, it, we're not, our church is not one that's really trying to like um, twist people in their faith, but rather just be faith and invite people into this like love that we already know. I was just thinking, made me think back to when I wasn't a Christian, I was about 18 and a Christian at college said to me, I'll pray for you. And it was literally the first time anybody had ever said that to me. And it touched my heart. I just remember crying. No prerequisites, nothing, just love. Ah, yeah. Some folks, it's been interesting to ask them to pray for us, which has been a cool thing too. Like not to think we're the, like the corners of the market of uh, like the faith stuff. <laughs> love that humility. Stephanie, what do you hope will happen with this ministry? We really, uh, you know, want to ease the burden of food insecurity. Um, it is such a major issue in our community and communities around ours. And so our hope is that we are able to be a place that folks feel welcome. They want to come and be with us. They want to be around us. And they are able to use uh, the three different main feeding ministries that we have um, to help feed their families. Um, so many people have have communicated that need to us. And so while we don't think that we're going to completely eliminate food insecurity in our city. We want to ease that burden so that folks are able to focus on other things, not just where their next meal is coming from. Can I, I say a quick word about that too? Just uh, I want to add on to, I think something that has been really clear to us in the last six months, since the truck showed up in our parking lot, I think, and um, we started talking with other community. I think one of the things we realized was this is a big responsibility, but to just start going to use it around town was a little bit ahead of ourselves and we need to listen to the other folks in town. And so the, the town that we live in is an old steel town, um, like one of the biggest steel producers in the world back in its heyday, employed 10, 12,000 men back in the you know, 50s, 60s, 70s. Um, like a lot of big industry in the 80s, it closed down. And so like tons of people, it was just this huge dishevelment for everybody. Um, and so largely what is left is a community that has had this huge loss and has had a hard time naming that, grieving it, and then finding identity after it. And so I think um, one of the things I think is important for us as we've talked to the community leaders is like reconciliation, especially racial reconciliation, is going to be a big part of this. Um, our church is largely white, but our community is largely black, and we care about that, and that matters to us. And uh, we really want to use this truck to try to build racial reconciliation, not just, I think, for our church, but for the whole town. Uh, a lot of people want this to happen in our town, but it's tough. It's just, it's tough. And so this is like, I think, a big piece of what we hope happens with this truck, too. Have you been able to have conversations with people of color? How have you been able to do, like in real time, kind of bridge that gap? 
Yeah, well, a good thing is that we have been working on these things far before the food truck showed up in our parking lot last Thursday or last fall. Um, we've been again, we've been active in the community for a lot of years, and so like when we began talking with the community leaders this year, like you know our mayor and the other community, um, the, the political leaders there in town, or like the school leaders, most of which are all black, they we already have long-standing relationship with them. And so it's easy to jump into those conversations and they know our hearts and they know we've been around. They've called us before when things have need when they've needed help and we've shown up. And so like there's already that that credibility there. And so now it's easy to say, like, okay, so we bring this gift and this truck and this people power and this idea, like, can you help us authentically make this work in our town without it being like, you know, the white people coming in to do the thing, but rather we don't, that, that's like the opposite of what we want to do. Like, can you show us what this looks like relationally and like all of us putting this thing together? You guys are doing some really powerful work. Can I uh, have three or four minutes to tell, like to use a parable to tell the story? Seth's going to roll her eyes because she heard me do it a couple of times, but like, I think this is a really good spot to tell it. So like, you know, the story of the feeding of the 5,000 or it actually shows up a number of times in the gospels. Um, quick sidebar, it all, it's 5,000 men, which means there's probably like, 15,000 people there or 20,000 people. Anyway, um, Jesus feeds a huge ton of people. And like the story, the way, it, like I grew up in the Lutheran church, I heard this story preached a ton of times. Um, and every time the story, like the way it's preached is generally like, yeah, Jesus shows up. There's a whole bunch of people. They're hungry. His disciples say, where are we going to feed them? He says, what do we have? And they pull out a couple of fish and some loaves of bread. And so the miracle is that Jesus takes the loaves and the fish and multiplies them and passes the baskets around. And then everybody eats and they're full. And now there's even more fish and loaves and the baskets are all full than what there was to begin with. It's a miracle. Um, I like that interpretation. I've heard, again, we've probably all heard that sermon a lot of times. Um, I heard a sermon a few years ago where it, 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 when it got into the part in this story, the miracle as the baskets were going around, wasn't that like there was multiplication happening in the baskets because of like Jesus's amazing magical ability to multiply things but rather the pastor argued that um, it would have been likely that everybody that day would have like taken a meal for themselves like it, like think about now if you go to a picnic somewhere you're going to take some food for your family and share it all right and so that's likely what happened so as all these families started showing up at this field thousands of people and jesus started passing around these baskets where he threw in some fish and some loaves like everyone started taking out fish and loaves, but then they would put in what they brought also. And so like these baskets wound up being just shared with people giving and taking and giving and taking as the baskets went around. Um, and so the miracle isn't necessarily that Jesus like multiplied mass quantities out of a real small quantity, but the miracle is that everybody shared what they have, um, which probably was a miracle then because we tend to hold onto our stuff real tightly. And it's definitely a miracle now, I think, to do that sort of thing. And so that, I think, is what our food ministries have been over the years. And that's definitely what this food truck is. It's like people throwing in and other people receiving out of it. And it's just this combination of us. And it, and the, the foundation is it's the community that makes it happen. It isn't just one or a few people. But it's it, the miracle is the community gathers around to care for each other. Um, yeah, that's that's what this thing's all about. How have you seen God show up with the work that you guys have been doing? <laughs> Steph, I, go. <laughs> I think for me, it's just the abundance that we've received. Um, having affirmation from our community leaders and talking to them about about in what ways we can help the community. Um, 
the affirmation from our donors uh, saying, you know, getting behind us and, and cheering us on and just being so incredibly generous with us so that we are able to help serve others. I think, you know, it's easy to sit back and say like, okay, maybe this was meant to be when we see money coming in and we see uh, donations and partnerships. Um, for me, that's, that's been really fun. That is a way that, that, um, you know, I think Jesus has shown up in this thing and, and told us to keep going, even when it's been really, really tough. What about you, Pastor Mike? Uh, that is a great answer. Yeah. As I, now I'm thinking about the moments where these uh, there's been these like real clear, uh, thin places where that, and we, so we did a purse bash fundraiser a few months ago. Steph led that and did an amazing job. And our mayor came and he's a big supporter of us. And like, um, he wanted to have a quick moment to speak at the purse bash. And so we had like 180 folks, some of which we knew real well and others like, this was their first introduction to the food truck. And he got up and he just spoke so beautifully, authentically and humbly about like being the mayor of Aliquippa. And when there's been need calling on our church and calling on those of us who we knew from the church and uh, us showing up and supporting him. And I would say it's very reciprocal. He supports us too hugely, but to hear his affirmation and his love, like it wasn't just appreciate the things you do, but it was, I love you and your church and your hearts for each other. And, and we love his heart too. And so like, yeah, those, I'm, I'm just going to double down on what Steph said because she nailed it. It's these relational sort of pieces. How have people responded as you've been out, you know, giving out free food? What are they saying? I is it really people, free? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Is it really free? What's the catch? What do we have to, what do we have to do here? And, and the answer to that is yes, it really is free. I think just like us, when we thought about this and what like a radical idea, people just think it is such a cool idea. And and it is. I, I don't know of any other uh, food trucks that operate in this way. Um, and so people, when they see it and, and the truck and, and they see the sign and free, um, people just say to us, like, this is so cool. Why is nobody else doing that? And we now know it's because it's such hard work that people aren't doing this. Um, but the response has just been so beautiful and people welcoming us into their community. Often we show up in a neighborhood um, and those folks that we are there to serve are the first to say to us, can we help you? Can we help you set up? Do you need help with like the coolers or, or, you know, today somebody offered to help set up our grill and get, and get things started. And so that's been a really great response. That's awesome. Pastor Mike, what do you, what, what were you going to say? I think that's true too. Yeah. And I think we've also recognized that we've got work to do to build trust. Um, the, 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 the town we live in has had a lot of trust broken along racial lines over the years. And this has been a good beginning because of our longstanding relationships with folks. Uh, but we have a lot of work to do to build more trust. I think around town when we go, go places and to, um, to earn that trust that has been broken over the years by by folks. With the steel industry not being what it used to be, what is the socioeconomic climate in your town? Oh, I wish I, we, I do have the statistics on that. I, I don't have them. Um, I can tell you that almost all of the students that attend um, or are in the school district receive reduced or free lunches are eligible for them. Um, I don't, I don't off the top of my head know the statistics of those who are living beyond the poverty line, but it is substantial. And just curious, what brought you both to Aliquippa? So I don't live in Aliquippa. Um, I actually live about 20 minutes away now. Um, but I had a friend who said to me 
um, you know, we're starting this, this soup kitchen at the time. This was probably about 12 years ago and said, why don't you come in and volunteer? I had just graduated from college. I was um, kind of still trying to find a job. She knew that. And she said, why don't you come volunteer? Um, and then I, I kind of never left. I found a heart for um, the work that we were doing with our, we call it Mana Community Meal. We don't call it a soup kitchen uh, now, but that's how I got started. I, I just came one Tuesday and I really haven't left yet. And what about you, Pastor Mike? Uh, this was my first call out of seminary. And so the way our church is structured, there's sort of something like a draft that happens out of seminary and like the, the bishops of our church of the, for the we're in the ELCA, Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. And when you come out of seminary, you're placed in a certain geographical area. And then you work to interview with churches to see which is the right fit for you and for the church. And so um, the bishop called me and said, you've been assigned to our area. And I think that House of Prairie Lutheran Church would be a good place for you in Aliquippa. And I had never heard of Aliquippa before. And Al- House of Prairie didn't really sound like much of a Lutheran named church. Um, but 15 years later, I'm still here. Again, not the, I grew up in like crazy rural central Pennsylvania, um, two miles back of dirt road. So a post-industrial sort of town like Aliquippa that's so beautifully diverse racially, ethnically is very different from the way I grew up um, and really would not have expected to be this long in this place, but I have loved it. And it is, I think it suits me well, and I hope I suit it well. (laughs) Is there anything else you want to share about, you know, what is your vision or any final thoughts about what you're doing through your church in the little free food truck? Just um, how thankful we are to our community for embracing us and for all of our partners that have walked this journey with us from, you know, the addition of all of these other ministries that we're doing. And then also just to say our, our volunteers are just phenomenal. Pastor Mike uh, mentioned, you know, tons of food. We pass out about three tons or 6,000 pounds of food. Um, and we would not be able to do that in our little free pantry without our volunteers. We would not be able to have a free little food truck if it wasn't for the volunteers that just show up almost like it's their job, um, are just so dedicated to the work that we're doing. Yep. That's it. That's exactly what I would have said. I mean, the the faithfulness of people, like uh, like I think for sure in their obedience to God, but uh, not just obedience to God mentally, but like in I'm going to make the world a better place is just so clear through our volunteers. And today we had, we had multiple teams of people doing all sorts of different ministry things throughout Aliquippa. Um, we were over in one of our uh, neighborhoods serving out like 150 hot dogs and macaroni and cheese out of the food truck. But then another big group of people showed up back at the church to, to put food in the refrigerator and receive a huge donation from one of the local food ministries. And I mean, just so many people showed up and were so eager to help, uh, whether they be our volunteers or just some community folks where people were all over the place. Just like we had a huge distribution at the church and like 10 people all showed, showed up out of nowhere on the church. And we assembly lined like a whole trailer full of food onto the porch to get out to folks. It was just it's been a beautiful day to see the spirit of God so joyful and so happy to care for each other today. Well, thank you both for being on with me today. Pastor Mike Sauerwine and Stephanie Murdoch, both from the House of Prayer Lutheran Church in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it.